spell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble Welcome to the bonfire Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We are drinking liquids today. <laughs> uh, you know, like human beings need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I am drinking giant woman iced, I iced it, tea from Friday Tea. <gasps> giant woman like from Steven Universe? I think that is what it, you know she All does. All I want to do see you turn into... A giant woman. Giant woman. Oh my gosh. I know every word to every song in that show. So in this particular one, I went off the T description and I know nothing about Steven. What Universe. was the T description? Well, now I have to look it up. I have looked it up. The magic of podcasting. <laughs> All we want to do is see you steep and brew a giant woman. That's great. This bright and zippy oolong blend is a powerful peach medley with mm. punchy ginger counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Brew over and over up to 15 what? Infusions. Oh, I should have read that first. I only did two infusions. Of course, I did Western Brewing. Yep, that's what she's got down here, though, too. I don't know if Friday is a she or they. I just realized I need to reach out to them and find out. Anyway, uh, I love it. It's brilliant as iced tea. It's brilliant as hot tea, too, but it's really brilliant as iced tea. And I got it in a sampler, and then I bought one ounce and went through that. And so then I ordered two ounces because I've drank a lot of it, and I need to give you some. I wonder if she... Lord. I wonder if she has any other Steven, or if they have any other Steven Universe ones. Uh, Friday might be a she. I... I'm just going to default to they for everybody forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fandom blends. Let's look. We are now on FridayT.com if you want to follow along. (laughs) And I have gone to her Fandom Tea page. And she has Critical Role, Nintendo, Sega, Television, Supernatural, Xena. What am I? Steven Universe. Let's look at what Steven Universe has to offer. No, we are not being paid for this. This is not an ad. (laughs) This is not an ad. Made of love. A giant woman, you are an experience. Tell me about Made of... Y'all, I know nothing about Steven's Universe, so Corey's going to fill us in. So Made of Love is for Garnet. Uh, Do you want to hear what it is? Because she's a fusion. Yeah, I want to know what's in it. She's a fusion? What's that mean? She's two gems. Oh my gosh. Made of Love is a conversation in smooth black tea. Sweet and perfectly balanced cherry and vanilla are highlighted by pops of smart blue and red attitude mm-hmm. in this stable flavor relationship. Ingredients black tea, blue cornflower, safflower, pomegranate oil, natural black cherry, and vanilla flavorings. And if I didn't order it, I'm going to have to. And the You Are an Experience one? Yes. That is a Stevani tea. Stevani. Yeah. The perfect fusion of floral black tea and toasty buttery green tea is designed to bring out the best of two different flavor personalities. Mm -hmm. Accents of bitey black pepper and tart lemon add a little pizzazz and gold glitter swirling in the cup will remind you how special it is to be you. Okay, I'm trying to save money. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks a lot. This is your fault. You've you've done this to me. Corey's blaming me. Because now I need to buy all three of them. Gold luster dust. If I have them, I will share them with you. (laughs) Anyway, I'm obsessed with Steven Universe. I haven't seen the movie yet, but one of my next tattoos is a Steven Universe tattoo. I don't know anything about Steven Universe. It's tremendous, and I think that it should be required watching for all children forever. Uh, How about adults? Yes, Yes, and adults. I should definitely be watching it. It's an exercise in relationships and emotional education. Oh, I'm so excited. It's wonderful. And the music slaps well you were just singing the song so when i paused to go look up friday's website and read what it was all about Corey sang the entire song of all i want to do is see a giant woman i uh deliberately did that when she paused it <laughs> so yes so that's what we're drinking and eventually i will open a Lacroix. yeah you're gonna hear a grip it and rip it uh yeah. i have a matcha latte from Starbucks, don't judge me. And I have a hard seltzer from T Joe's because it's been that kind of day. It has been that kind of day. It's been a day. Oh, therapy update. <gasps> dun, dun. I need a new therapist. Aww. It's a real bummer, but here we are. Uh, I'm going to stick with them until I can get my diagnosis and then I'm out the door. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
yeah. that is intense. So hopefully you'll get that next week. Because... Hopefully that's the plan, or at least have the appointment made. Because uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just don't mesh. Sometimes you just don't mesh. Sometimes. Boy, that is a metaphor for my life these days. Yeah, yeah. A lot of relationships just don't mesh. That's okay. Yeah, it has been that kind of day. I wish I was drinking, but I am not. <laughs> She's so, got to drive me home. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I could walk, but I wore Birkenstocks, and they're no. not totally broken in yet, so no, it would be real sad. I want to drive you. I'm making puppy eyes. Y'all can't see it, but... <laughs> so I'm producing a film, and some things went south on it today that I'm really sad about, but I'm still really excited about the story and the person who wrote it. And they're great people, but some things are happening that are kind of sad and that's yeah. okay that's okay it happens that's the business that's anybody's business not just film and yeah all this kind of stuff that we do in entertainment happens in regular business as well mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't have a great day yeah and that's why it's important to feel your feelings and toxic po- positivity is a <laughs> trap them. toxic positivity is a trap bum, bum. <laughs> and next week or last week <laughs> Go back and listen to our potions episode. Oh, yeah. Or wait for our potions episode uh, that we are also recording tonight, but um, releasing I don't know when, because there's going to be some stuff in there about helping you through grief, a Mm. potion that helps you through grief and all that good kind of stuff. Tremendous. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We're playing kind of fast and loose tonight. The vibe is strange, but good. It is. Yeah. I have to say, I'm glad you all are here and listening. Thank you so much. We have some emails that by the time you hear this episode will have been answered. And we're going to answer them on Instagram Live. Yes. What is the date today? What is it? It's Wednesday the 7th. Yeah. Of July. In 2021. The year of our Lord. 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. The year of our Lord. Lou. Oh, my stars. What a wonderful segue. Thank it's like you. you're a professional It's like we planned podcaster. or something. Um, that was excellent, actually. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Lou today. Nick, we're looking at you, we bud. We're looking at you. We love you, Nick. <laughs> we're here with the promised Lou episode, hopefully coming at you in time to celebrate Lunasa. That's right. That's uh, right. Yeah, I feel like we've already taken several detours on the road to this episode so shall we head into the library seven minutes in but yeah (laughs) let's do it let's head to the library all right drinks and food are allowed in this library so we hope you have yours Mm, snacks snacks always yeah so here's the thing about lou you all this was a request from a listener thank you nick it's awesome and One of the emails we're going to be responding to in the past now uh, is about some of my relationship with gods or aka no relationship with gods. So I didn't know. I knew a little bit about Lou and obviously I've celebrated Lunasa before, but I knew the very basic stuff. But I hung out with him today a little bit after I did all my research. But what I know about him is and I I have to say when I did my meditation today I was like let's see if he shows up and he did for a moment he was like cool and actually it was really fiery and we'll talk about that when we get to there but um Corey you said something before we started recording that I think nailed what we're doing tonight about the research oh what we know yeah so I don't work with Lou I've no. never worked with Lou not because I'm like ew get away from me but just because like I just haven't uh, it has in the same way maybe you've never tried puffer fish. I've just never done it. Um, I've never wanted to try yeah. puffer You can die. You can, you can die. die. You can't probably die working with Lou, so we're good. No. But uh, <laughs> he's safer than puffer fish. Safer than puffer fish. That's his new tagline. Oh my God. Lou. Safer than puffer fish. <laughs> Lou. A safe risk. Um, but I've never worked with Lou, so all that I know is from my research, and it's a lot of. It's a lot of conflicting Ooh. info, uh, which is fun for me because it's like, well, which one we hope we as human beings have this desire to be like, well, which one's the right one? Which yeah. one's true? And it's like, I don't know, dog. This was thousands of years ago. Or was it like, who knows? It's that unknown mystery of things we want to know or 
like when we crave math. Yeah. We want everything to be math. Have a solution. Yeah. And it's also this like there's inherently something lost Mm -hmm. when an oral tradition becomes a written tradition. Right. Right. When it becomes written by monks and Christians and Greeks who don't. Yeah. People who don't um, experience it from the inside. Yeah. Uh, or have an agenda. And then there's also the fact that, like, some words that we use to describe certain things from the past maybe didn't even exist then. Mm-hmm. Like in the Odyssey. It wasn't a blue sea. It was a gray sea because they didn't have the word for blue yet. So it's like a whole thing. Well, let's start by sharing our sources. The first one of mine, I'm going to wait and share it with you during my spark. So hold on for that because I'm so excited about it. But that's one of my sources. Uh, My next one is The Fortress of Lou. They have both a YouTube channel and a uh, regular web page. And here's what I appreciated about it. He's very honest about exactly what Corey just said, that there's some lots of conflicting stuff going on. And sometimes you have to make your own decision. But here's what I really loved about it, because we're going to discover. Lou goes over a lot of different Celtic pantheons not just irish pantheon and if you've listened to that series you know what i'm talking about there is a difference so he talks about uh welsh lou and irish lou but lou actually does go over a lot of things and then morgan daimler's book called lou (laughs) (laughs) and then britannica.com which i finally invested in a a subscription to an account i did i did it yeah, so those are my sources. How about you? Um, I was a really bad historian, no. and I only wrote down two of my sources, <laughs> uh, and that is LearnReligions.com. Oh, we love Learn Religions. And a website called Bard Mythology. <gasps> it's new to me. It got my attention because I play D&D. Wow. And I saw the word Bard, and I was like, this should be good. And it was actually good. It was it was cited. Oh, that's great. Uh, it was really interesting. I did a little peeking around on the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Uh, but mostly it was, um, there were a few big ones, and then the rest of them clearly had taken their information from uh, those big ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I do know what you mean. I saw some of those as well. Yeah. And. I do want to remind you all, you are in the library, and you happen to be with a professor and a nerd, brilliant student person. Nerd. So, <laughs> so yeah, so we totally nerd out on research stuff, so mm-hmm. that's why we're citing our sources for you. Okay, a reminder, the Tua Dadanan, in case uh, you don't remember, they're a race of supernatural beings, or... Uh, there are people who lived in Ireland who people thought of as gods, or they are just people who lived in Ireland, but there are lots of stories on them, and the Irish pantheon is entrenched in Tuatadanan, and those people, and Lou is half Tuatadanan and half the Formians. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad Did you find that? About that? Yay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And the Formians definition uh, are a supernatural race in Irish mythology. <laughs> There's yeah. more, but yeah. Um, I also, you'll hear me say Tuatha de Donan yes, because that's what rolls out of my mouth the easiest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, I have right down here Fomorians. Yeah. Enemy to the Tuatha de Donan. Yeah. Because <gasps> they were. <gasps> and he was of both races hmm. so he he was a peacemaker between the two races mm-hmm. and those stuff that i read how about you did you get that too i did see that yes yeah, he brought the two races together um, um do you want to go through a list of what kind of things people think he represents do you have that next what do you uh, have next what do i have next i have i have some things about what people thought he was okay okay we'll start with that and then i'll do my yeah. little list i have here the irish god of nobility Awesome. Which gives you kind of an Odin vibe, right? Oh, we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Uh, Represents sun and light, Mm -hmm. making connections here as to why he's celebrated in August in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, And then sometimes rather than a god, he is referred to as king of the Tuatha de Danann, which I saw a lot. Uh, Possessor of the arts. And uh, what was the nickname that I saw? Long arm or long of the hand. Wow. I'm so excited. 
because I have different stuff. Okay. Lou brought the two races together. God of the Harvest, Lunasa. Lamas is what the Christian England renamed it. Having said that, on learnedreligions.com, Patty, whom I adore and think is awesome, I guess Wiccans took that on as well, took on Lamas rather than Lunasa, which I did not know. Well, uh, I the only reason I know Lamas is because of Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we should. Oh, oh, we'll have to talk about Shakespeare. Well, it's in so, Romeo and Juliet. They yeah. talk about how <laughs> Juliet was born near Lama's Eve. Yeah. Anyway. Shakespeare. Nerd. Uh, he was a triplet in some lore, and his grandfather had heard a prophecy that uh, his grandson was going to kill him. So he drowned two of the three triplets, but Lou somehow survived. This is just one of the myths. Uh, He is across many Celtic myths, not just Irish, not just Welsh, also Roman and lots of other places. The master of the spear. Mm, I saw that too. Yeah. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. And some lore, they say he killed his grandfather with a slingshot and a stone. Oh, that sounds awful. Like, what is it, David and, uh, 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 you know, Goliath? Goliath. Yeah, yeah. But most likely, it was a spear. And supposedly, he was beautiful. As described by McAllister, he was a cliff without a wrinkle. (laughs) Isn't that a great description of somebody who's beautiful? That is a wild (laughs) thing to say. (laughs) so like wow look at that sheer rock face like what (laughs) smooth as stone smooth and beautiful that's a wild thing to say isn't that wild (laughs) i I had to write it down when i read it um i think i got that from morgan daimler's book tremendous i'm I'm pretty sure may i share my favorite story that i saw two of my favorite stories that i saw uh one is that uh in some stories the festival of grain Mm-hmm. or Lunasa, yeah. uh, was in honor of his foster mother. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I did read a little bit about name foster is, family. Her name is, I'm not even going to try, but it's beautiful and I love it and I think that's sweet. And the other one is that he tried to enter the Hall of Tara. Yeah. And they were like, why should we let you in? And he was like, well, I can do this, 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 and this. And he, they were like, "Um, we already have people that can do that. And then he was like, he made like a huge flex. This is a power move he did like this is bold stuff he's like yeah well do you have somebody who can do all of them in one person and they were like well you got us come on in <laughs> and so he got to come in as um having all the skills in one wow but i thought was funny as heck because like what a power move like what yeah. a weird confident thing to do yeah like yeah you have people who do that but do you have one person who can do all of it you do now. Calm down, Lou. <laughs> you do now, you smooth cliff. You smooth cliff. cliff without a wrinkle. That's <laughs> a wild thing yeah. to say. Uh, I, oh, and the other, the only other thing I have is that um, he is comparable to the Roman god Mercury. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff I want to talk about comparable to, I want to wait till we get to the bonfire for that. Uh, the last thing that I'll say uh, that I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say um, in in the library mm-hmm. is a champion, warrior, prophet, unifier, peacemaker, harvest bringer. Mm-hmm. But also he was considered as far as prophecy to be able to not only prophesize wars but the outcome of wars which is really interesting since the morgan can choose who's going to fall on the field Mm. during war and so can maka there's something that i want to talk about about the fact that he can do this when we get out to the bonfire you look like you had something you wanted to say i almost forgot um something that i think is interesting and unusual is that in most of the stories he has no children but when oh. he, that's what I saw in across all my research was that in a lot of the stories, he doesn't have any children. But when he does, it's our good friend, Kukulin of Cow Battle fame. <laughs> so, yeah. oh my God. Also, this is completely off topic, but not off topic. I was watching one of those try videos, this group of Irish people on YouTube uh, try stuff. And in one of them, they talked about Kukulin. Really? Yeah, and I was like, did they I, try to steal a cow? No, they were talking. They were talking about a brewery, and there was like a story on the back of the can, and it was like a whole thing. Oh and, my gosh! And the guy was like talking about Coca Cola, and I was like, I know what that is. 
I need that video in my life, please. <laughs> I'll try to find it. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, that's uh, that's the hit. Oh, I lied. I fibbed. I fibber McGee. <laughs> I have one more piece of history before okay. we leave. According to lore and uh, an author named Coke, K-O-C-H, Lou was not in the original Tuatadanum. He appears some he appears in a lot of the irish myths so i don't know how he's not so this is just one person's opinion or research he claims that lou arrived late because he's the god of advanced culture Hmm. but you can trace him back to the ohm so ohm is spelled o-g-h-a-m by the way not o-h-m yeah or a-u-m yeah but it's pronounced ohm because it's irish yeah and they like extra letters lots so many letters so many I love, I love, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to learn. So yeah. It's not as many letters as Welsh. Yeah. And I also got the Mercury thing. I wrote this down, but it had no. Because of the sun god thing. Yeah. And like the fire and the whatever. Mars, Apollo. Yeah. Something I'm so excited to talk to you about. I cannot believe you haven't brought it up. And maybe you're going to, maybe you were going to bring it up That's when we go the to the bonfire. But let's, my research. Uh, awesome. Because there's something I want to talk to you about. She's got a twinkle in her eye, folks. We better go. Let's head to the bonfire. Corey. Yes, Dada. Did you know? Uh uh. You might have. You might have found this in your research that Lou is often considered by some people to be the same deity as Loki. I did not. Did you not see that? So there's a whole, if you go to the Fortress of Lou, who is Lou on YouTube, he talks about the fact that he gets, that Lou gets compared to Odin and Loki all the time because Hmm. uh, Lou can take the shape of a horse and all these other similarities between, yeah. May I just say also on the topic of Loki, watching all the gatekeeping jerkwads get (gasps) mad that he's canonically bisexual it just happy. makes my heart grow three sizes every time. <laughs> just makes you so happy. Because it's like, not only is he queer, he's the queerest. He's so, so, he's so, so queer. So queer in all the ways. Turned into a lady horse, got boned by another horse, gave birth to an eight-legged horse. <laughs> also, I think he gave birth to the world snake or whatever. Yeah, he did. So, like... He did. This is Loki, everyone, not Loki. Yeah. So, uh, in Ragnarok eat, on the Netflix, eat every square inch of my butt, gatekeepers. <laughs> if you <Gotcha>. watch, <laughs> if you watch Ragnarok on Netflix, the one that's made in Norway, their Loki is also bisexual. Yes, because yeah. he, because that's just the way it yeah. is being queer isn't new no bow, 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 bow. it's so not and lots of gods were so anyway anyway sorry they, about that no that's awesome i knew you were going to be thrilled if you're new to the podcast i love loki Corey and loki have a special relationship i am really excited to watch the new series the disney plus series. i am behind by one episode but i plan to watch it tonight. i am oh have they not all dropped are they no, releasing they're them week a by weekly week? thing oh i'm waiting then like wandavision I yeah can't. you're gonna want to wait because this I, week has been hard oh, i cannot handle that yeah i had such a hard time with wandavision so anyway a lot of people do it here's the thing everybody don't stop now yes there are a lot of similarities <laughs> he is not loki um. loki is loki Lou is Lou. Yeah. I mean, and, I could I yeah. told you that. There's not enough yeah. similarities there. Yeah. There's just not. And he's not a trickster. Lou is not a trickster. But that war thing, uh, being able to control the outcome or predict the outcome, is really a, a big bone of contention among people who talk about him and talk about, because he's one of the most popular gods. Lou? Lou? Is. Yeah. He's really popular. And I think part of the reason is, is because he goes over all these different pantheons. Yeah. And it's interesting that they, they, even though he goes, he's, you know, Scottish, Welsh, Irish, they seem to not argue about the Tuatadanan or the foreign mice. Am I saying that right? Oh, for, oh, I have it. Yeah. I think the Fomorians. Fomorians. <laughs> I think the Greeks are the only one that say, no, he was ours. Well, ours. And that's just vintage Greece, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, very, that's very, very Greek. Ancient or is it Greek. Roman? Uh, one of them. It's either Roman or Greece. Well, Rome likes to claim them. Liked to claim things from Greece, so yeah. it's a vintage ancient people behavior. Yeah, exactly. But the discussion around it is: 
is he an ethical warrior because he can do this? Hmm. Is it because he's touted as such an such a hero and a champion and a warrior, but is he? Because since he can see and control the future, um, which by the way, Freya, I've said, remember when we chatted about Freya? We have to have my friends on, Becky and Fred. I would love that. Yeah, because they you know Norse mythology. I do. I totally do. I'm shouting them out right now. But yeah, so there's this huge discussion about whether he's just kind of, whether he violates the warrior's ethic code because he can control the outcome. And what does that mean if he can control the outcome? Well, maybe I'm naive, but I don't think an ethical warrior exists. <laughs> By nature of the two words smushed together, but uh, but unless of course you're a social justice warrior, yeah, that's different. You know, um, I think I think Corey's talking about. I'm talking people. about war, not class warfare. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Oh, I'm still steaming. Anyway, had a long day, fam. She had a really interesting therapy <laughs> session, y'all. Really oh. interesting. That did not have anything to do with her. No, it was rough. Oh, it was yeah. rough. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> if you can get out of a situation that's no good for you, get out of it. Get out. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know any of that stuff about him yeah. and like um divination and prophecy yeah. and stuff. I knew Oh, so just the basic. I knew the wheat and the harvest, and I celebrated yeah. Luna. I have, like, on my altar that I painted, I have, like, a stock of grain. Yeah, exactly. Of wheat. Um, but it has less to do with the dude and more to do with that time of year. Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That makes total sense. How's your wheat, by the way? How's my wheat? It's up there. <laughs> I should take a picture. It's dry so, now, though. It's not green anymore. Dada put out birdseed. <laughs> For her friends. Yes. And they grew, and now she has a tiny crop of wheat. And it is not wheatgrass, y'all. It's I have a that wheat. too. It is wheat. So this seed, this <laughs> sunflower seed mix for my birds came, and there's wheat up there. They're like eight or nine stalks. It's the funniest accidental garden. I love it. I don't think I could have grown wheat no, if I tried. Of course not. I really don't. And it's it's also in this little planter box yeah. because that's where we put it. Blue. Also, you, I did read this, and then I read lots of stuff that contradicted it, that Lou is the crafting god, the god of crafts. I saw... What did you see about I that? I saw a little bit of that. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't like Lou, god of crafts. It was like Lou, god of... And crafts. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't one of his, like... If it was a, like, scout badge sash, it would be the badge down at the bottom that you can't really see, right? Whereas at the top, it would be, like, nobility and the sun and whatever the heck. Yeah. But at the bottom, it'd be like, oh, yeah, and crafts. And, and crafts. And crafts. I don't know where And Peggy. <laughs> and what? And Peggy. <laughs> I'll get that Hamilton reference in. I love it. Uh, yeah, so that's what cra the crafting thing confused me. It, it made and a lot sense. of people said it, no, he's not. It made sense to me on account of I thought it could be a translation thing mm. because he is the god of skills, having all the skills, and a way that the word skill, like the path from the word skill to the word craft, is not a winding one. No. That is true. So you're absolutely right. I feel like that's kind of how that probably happened. I bet it is take, too. Take that with the biggest grain of salt you've ever seen, because yeah. I am not a scholar. I suspect that it's a Wiccan neo pagan like g that got latched onto probably. and created as part of ritual and all, all of when people started celebrating him as ritual. And also, like it's not un it's not unreasonable to think like this is when we pull in the harvest. Yeah, and like that. What do you do with all of that stuff? Yeah. You know, some of it's used for crafting things. Yeah. So that's yeah. not wild. Like corn dollies, which we're going to talk I about. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say corn dogs. 
And I was about to be the most confused person. That's right, corn dogs, but only vegetarian corn dogs. I I was so happy after I became a vegetarian when I found in the frozen food section vegetarian corn dogs. I had been missing them for three years before I discovered vegetarian corn dogs. That's one of the first things I'm going to eat when I get to Disney is I'm going to get myself one of those big, long sons of guns. I have a friend here in Seattle, Justin Huertas, who Mm. is a brilliant musician, composer, creator. Oh, I know Justin. Yeah. Do you know Justin? I mean, I don't, we're not like buds, but I know him. Oh, yeah. I adore that dude. And when he went to Disneyland way before the pandemic for his birthday, he said, all I want everybody is a $3 for churros when I go to Disneyland from everybody I know so I can yep. get sick on churros. You got to have a churro budget, baby. <sighs> what he didn't expect he got like over a hundred people responding. He's like, I hate you all. Now I have to eat a hundred dollars for the churros. <laughs> I'm like, please don't eat a hundred churros, dude. Don't do it. Do you know what, though? I could. You could. <laughs> hey, the week this comes out, Corey will have just gotten back Aww. from Disneyland. I'm going to eat Dole Whips and corn dogs <laughs> and churros, and it's going to be uh, so good. So good. And I'm going to build my own MF in lightsaber. <laughs> I'm so excited. So we'll hear about that next week. I the will week after. not shut up about it. <laughs> so this will come out, and then tomorrow night, which isn't tomorrow night, but in the future when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow night. We're going to record the next couple weeks. And it's going to uh, be great. It's, it's going to be great. So back to Lou. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Milky Way is supposedly him. And supposedly, the Milky Way, I almost don't want to tell you all this because I don't know that you'll ever see it the same way. Is again. it about to be gross? I don't know. Okay. Is it about to be sperm? No. Okay, great. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of <gasps> myths where like Ew. gods are born from like stray ejaculate. Oh, no way. Yeah. Like the stars are oh no. No, no but no, like no. I mean like gods being born from it. Like a little bit of my jizz got on the earth and this god grew up out of it. <laughs> that happens in Egyptian mythology a lot and in um Greek mythology. Well, Supposedly, okay. the Milky Way is called Lou's Chain, and it is a chain of humans and gods that are his prisoners. Oh, dear. And the only thing that I could think of when I read this, because I just recently rewatched The Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2, okay. are the muggles being crushed underneath the statue in the magic Ministry of Magic oh, dip. during the second one. And it's like, because they have to know their rightful place. Once Voldemort takes over, that's the statue he puts in. Sure. Yeah. And so that's all. And that's not. I mean, it's much more beautiful. Yeah. They have a lot more freedom and When I think there, of gods but... chained up, I just think of that part in the animated movie Hercules when Hades finally gets everybody on the chains and <laughs> I've never seen it are you kidding okay I'll put it on my list we'll watch it together oh that would be fun oh, to watch it. it together yeah <gasps> I will it's one of my it. favorites and I'll do my best not to quote and sing along the whole time you can quote and say the lines I love that okay okay uh all right Lou also about establishing and maintaining your order let's you want to talk about celebrating? Let's that? talk about celebrating him because I feel it. like things have taken a turn. We, we're we having fun. We hope you are, too. Also, sorry for the casual use of the word jizz, but, like, it happens a lot in mythology. <laughs> it just happens a lot. And if you're an ancient Greek or Egyptian mythology nerd, you know that it happens a lot. I'm going to have to put an explicit on this I'm one. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I think... I can say the word semen. I just think it's incredibly clinical and weird and jizz is one syllable. So I've had a long day, everybody. Welcome Welcome to the bonfire, everyone. Welcome to the bonfire. (laughs) Where things have taken a turn. Let's talk. Let's talk about um, let's talk about potlucks. Let's. uh... I love a potluck. So Discovery of Witches, the third book. If you've ever read it or listened to it, I love listening to it because I think Jennifer Aketa, who is the narrator, is just awesome. And you also, if you listen to all three of them, you get to see her growth as a narrator for this book in particular. I mean, she's always, she's good in the first one as well, but her character development grows throughout all three books. Anyway, they celebrate Lunasa in the third book and they come home and one of the witches, Sarah's like, 
Now I know why we don't celebrate Lunasa, because all those depressing songs about, you know, death and sacrifice and the new god taking over for the old god. And before she goes, she says, I don't want to go to Lunasa. It's just going to be a big old potluck and all of the coven's on a big vegetarian, so all we'll probably get is kale. Um, and yeah, so I feel really <laughs> deeply resonant with this person. You would love Sarah. She drinks a lot of whiskey and smokes cigarettes. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't listened to Discovery of Witches or read it, it's really a fun book. I've just made her very sad. I just... <sighs> so, but anyway, don't smoke, kids. Don't smoke. Don't do it. But there are potlucks there because it's it's a celebration of the harvest and you're strengthening yourself for the winter. Uh, and there is sacrifice because you're giving a lot of your best harvest. You're giving that to Lou and giving putting that on the altar. Uh, some of the uh, here's what's so great about yes. Lunasa and I have celebrated before. Jump in anytime here, Corey. No bread magic. I love bread. Oh. I actually am just starting a new sourdough starter. Are you really? Because something got into my other one. No. I have lost two sourdough starters this year. My first one was Cora and she died and I haven't had the heart to restart another one. Cora too. I had a, yeah. I had one that I got from my Aunt Linda and it was like oh. 11 years old or some <gasps> crap and mine died. Oh, Cora. During the move. And then I got one from my friend Nikki when she moved to Chicago and something got in it and it got a, no. a big funky mold on it oh that's so sad it was very sad so i'm gonna try yeah. again yeah and i have a kitchen scale now so i'm gonna do it really careful yeah but sourdough bread God, for sourdough. the altar and also for celebration the other symbols of this time are the ash tree uh, a lot of protection magic goes mm-hmm. on here sunflowers of course sunflower of course. magic honey magic of course do you know what could be a really fun thing to do what with sunflowers as um, a fun ritual you could do is you could buy some sunflower seeds or harvest your own and make like a sunflower seed butter and put it on your lunasa bread i want to do that doesn't that sound fun i want to do that so badly i just thought of that Ooh, that's how i do my magic everybody you just saw it firsthand that's how i do my magic (gasps) i just kind of make it up as i go I do a mixture of both, but I, I need to start doing... I write stuff down sometimes. Yeah. You I'm te- write stuff down a lot. I'm terrible, though. I'm the same with my magic as I am with my cooking, which is kind of similar to like, the same thing to me, yeah. um, where I just forget to write stuff down or, oh, or I can't possibly write it down while I'm doing it, and then I forget what I did, and it's like a whole thing. <laughs> Intuitive magic, baby. That's me. Intuitive magic is good, and I encourage it. Yeah. And then... Fire. Fire, fire, hot kisses like fire. fire, and of course it's summer, and you're around the bonfire, and yes. so sex magic is a thing as sex well. Magic. I mean, or, not as big as Beltane or, or Belshin, you know, making out with cuties. Yeah, yeah, platonicy stuff. Platonic making out, with which cuties. I understand your generation does a lot more than my generation. We actually already had this talk. We had this conversation. <laughs> um, but I think you know, it's an it's a celebration of bounty. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be a physical bounty. That can be an emotional bounty as it well. Can. Like you're, you're excited and and it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's the last hurrah, but it's kind of like the last it, big hurrah of summer. It kind of is because then you start packing stuff away For the and fall, really prepping. You start canning and yeah. preserving and... But those are some of the things that can end up on your altar, too. Is... You said something also about corn dollies. Oh, yeah. Corn dolls. That Those are some of the things that you make. I that, made corn dollies out Did of you? leftover corn husks I had from making tamales. I saw them in your house yeah. when I dropped you off a couple weeks yeah. ago. I still have them. I'm terrible about getting rid of things oh, from ritual. I have a hard time getting rid I of them. I had a banishing spell that... Uh, did its job but i need to get rid of it oh yeah it get now. rid of it now get rid of it and i don't know where to do that go down to the i'm gonna tell her where to okay there's a park really close to where she lives and it has a beautiful structure which i will not describe here but i will tell you about it off air really close to you and there's also a river that runs through it and you can head down there i'm telling you this on air because that is okay to do as long as it's not something that's going to harm the earth 
I have, there's a couple of pieces of it that should not go in the ground. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with them. Put those in a, another garbage can. Okay. Yeah. It, but I would not recommend, unless you have a shared garbage can, you can put them in a shared garbage can. Try not to put them in your own garbage can. I'll probably just take them out to the dumpster. Yeah. The dumpster, if you live in an apartment or something like that, or a public one, really, really great. I feel good about this. Um, Thank or, you. or do it the morning that your garbage is going to leave. If, I'll just take were. it to the dumpster, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. Because it's done do. its job and now I don't want it around anymore. So banishing spells and stuff like that are not really what Lunas is about. Yeah. You could if you had to. I could light it up if I had to. Yeah. You could. Oh yeah. See, that's the other way to get rid of stuff too. You can totally burn it, bury it, burn it, put it down the river. But it Lunasa is about fires and it is about it's about bringing goodness and yes. awesomeness to you. So after you've done the banishing spell, bring it to you. Uh, some of the things you put on the altar, bread, wine. Especially s- mead. Yes. Straw, root vegetables. You know, those carrots, those beets, those... Turnips. Yeah. Grapes. Grapes. Grapes and wine. Hmm. hmm. What other festival is this sounding a little bit like? Uh, corn flowers, corn dolls, chamomile. Uh, death and rebirth. We kind of talked about that when I was talking about Discovery of Witches. Strengthening for the winter, really preparing. And the candles I like to put on are in, in colors of transition, which are the yellow and the orange and the red. <laughs> oh, bless you. Goodness I don't sake. go to pumpkins yet. I don't go no, to cornucopias. And I don't go to apples. And so many people, when you do the research for their altar for Lunasa, will put on apples. And I'm just like, no. That's for Mabon. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, I wait for Mabon for that. Yeah, but I do like the yellow, red, and orange candles. Yeah, yeah, mostly yellow. I when I think of Lunasa, I think gold, mm-hmm. and I think of like, um, like brown, mm-hmm. like earth, you yeah. know. And I think of like, um, yeah, gold and brown and yellow. I think of the colors of a like a real corn. Do you know like that corn that's got all the different colors on it? Oh, I love that yeah, corn. I think of that. Oh, the multi purples and yeah, greens and yellows and so I love that corn. I think it'd be fun too to make jacket potatoes or something. Like make something. What are jacket potatoes? Like baked potatoes that are twice baked. I've never heard them called jacket potatoes. I love that anyway so much. Uh, because like this is a feast, right? And so like get indulgent about it. Like make a thing that you don't make a thing that's not an everyday food. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Like sourdough bread. Like sourdough bread. I, I don't make sourdough bread all the time. I do make bread. I, I was making while. it for a long time. I was making it once a week. Were you? Mm, numbers. I need okay. to get a bread bed. One of those like. Um, like wicker woven baskets that bread rests oh, in. Yeah. A bouche. We have one of those in I our pantry. I need one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get one. Thinking of that. That's all I've got, y'all. Yeah. It's it's a party. Yeah. Like a lot of the other fire festivals. It's it a is party. a party. It's a big yeah. time party. And <gasps> yes. I lied to you again oh my for the goodness. second time today. That is not all I have for you. But How please will finish. you ever get our trust back? When you Dead said I. that about party. So I, I reached out to Lou today. Oh, yeah. And for the record, by the way, this is really confusing to me because my mother's name is Lou. And every okay. time you say something like, like, like I was talking to him, like, when were you talking to my mom? You're not talking about my mom. <laughs> It's fine. I reached out to your mom today, and Shane, I had a really good talk about your therapist, and oh they God. need to go. Um, some people pronounce it Luff. <laughs> and I was like, that cannot be right. That sounds like something that, um, like a big dog. Mm-hmm. Luff. Yeah. I think since it's Irish, it's definitely Lou. Yeah. And somebody else pronounced it Lug in my, and it was like, yeah, I don't think so. That's hilarious. I know. I know. When in the very little bit, and I have to say, this was not, like a lot of my gods and goddesses want to reach out, and I wasn't expecting anything because it's the first time I've reached out to him. And I think the only reason he reached back is because we've been doing Pantheon work and I've been hanging out with the Pantheon gals and all that. But he showed up. There wasn't a lot of speech. There was a lot of feeling Mm -hmm. a lot of what i got was fire cool have fun please dance yeah those were the words i got and then i just was like and it's a warm day here today in seattle in this july not too warm though not like the hell it was a while ago 
the fire was constant from the moment he showed it. That's how I knew he was there. It was like, okay, fire. And then I don't know if in my research I had found fire yet because I did most of my research a while ago because Corey's been the most patient human in the entire world. Stuff happens. The world happened. Life happened. It's all good. But I hung out today and and then I went back and I looked up some fire stuff with him and found a little bit here and there. I do want to say in the interest of being safe, uh, the entire West Coast has a burn ban right now. So while it would be so dope to have like a big bonfire out in a field somewhere please don't don't do it Um, wait till winter please don't uh if you can have a tiny effigy in your home maybe your little cauldron with incense or a candle do that um Mm -hmm. lou would not want his entire harvest to get burnt down because of a stray spark i felt inner fire yeah passion focus on that desire what's exciting remember that, you remember that manipura that we talked about yeah that, that's a solar plexus yep lighter up baby manipura. that is that is the kind of fire that it yeah. was just like i was just like whoa but i definitely got warm but just be safe yeah please, please be, be safe. safe light uh, a candle in your house yeah but don't light a fire in your belly there you go all right yeah well you want to throw up some sparks? I totally want to throw up some sparks. Figurative sparks because there's a burn ban. We're throwing up, during the summer, we're throwing up water sparks. We're throwing balloon, water balloons up in the air. Water balloons. You want to we're, throw some water we're balloons? We're turning on the sprinklers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, this week, I would like to shout out an artist on Instagram and out in the world named Jack the Stripper. What? So it's like, her name's Jacqueline. And so instead of Jack the Ripper, it's Jack the Stripper. I like want to go right now. She's tremendous. And she does a lot of really great work for destigmatizing and advocating for sex workers. Nice. um, And people in the industry. And that's anywhere from uh, strippers to to, um, sex workers to cam girls to whatever um she's like all about the safety and rights of those people Mm. and she is a watercolor artist as well as being just the cutest little button you've ever seen and the cutest little butt you've ever seen uh she's great and i highly recommend you go check out her art uh it's jack the stripper dot uh at instagram basically and her link tree is on there i think um and i will make sure it's in the show notes because it's spelt funny Okay. Yeah. Cool. Please check her out. Sex workers are human beings and they're doing hard work. It's work. Okay. I'm having a lot of feelings about that these days. <laughs> Your turn. Mine is going to be one of my resources and I just found it when I started doing my research for Lou. So I'm going to say Nick's name again. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Uh, and it's ConnollyCove.com. And I, too, shall put this in the show notes. Is that Connolly two N's, two L's? C-O-N-N-O-L-L-Y-C-O-V-E dot com. I spelled it correctly. Dot com. Stupid Expedia getting their jinx stuck in my head forever. (laughs) And I, I had to search really hard to find that I think it's a guy. And I think his name is Connolly. Uh, but it's not really said that and it if you don't go to the right place it kind of looks like a travel website oh, wait <laughs> because it is as well oh. but what i was so impressed with were the four resources that i gave for irish celtic mythology in our irish pantheon series were our sources and i was like oh i'm in i'm so in and they do a great job of telling brief synopsises of the stories. That's not easy. No, you might it's remember not. me trying to tell the battle about the cows. <clears throat> I tried to be brief. That one's not as brief, but it is there. But it, but it's but it's not very long. And the Tara Lou going into Tara is there. So much about the Tuatadanan and the the Formorians. Uh, yeah, Fomorians. Fomorians. Which also oh. I... I, I don't. I don't want to go t- too far, but talked about where the Tuatadanan go, and where they are now. I love that. And the underworld, and why we talk about the underworld. I'm very like, excited to they? check the site out. So 
I really, if you're into Irish lore at all, go, go, okay. go, go. It's really great. Oh, that oh. sounds so good. And. And. It has all this travel stuff. Oh. So packages to Dublin and places to go in Dublin and other places. And that German castle that's, it's a famous German castle. And they've got a package for that as well. And it, there's just a lot of travel stuff there too, which I'm getting, I'm really Jinxing to want to Jones and for that. Yes, uh, I don't know if I should say that, but we said you know jizz. So yes, I'm really jonesing to travel, everybody. I, I got go. that travel bug, and I literally I cannot think about anything else except leaving in a little less than two weeks. But in your time, I'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> She'll be back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We're just all over the place today, you guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Yes. This was a blast. This was really fun. Yeah. Thanks, we were Lou. A little, we were a little, full disclosure, worried. We I weren't, totally was. We weren't sure because we, we just, we don't know much, but now we know more and it's great. <laughs> I was totally worried. Um, <laughs> we hope we did right by you, Nick, and we hope that um, y'all learned something or at least learned enough to go want to learn more. Yeah. And if you like hearing Nick's name, we'd love to say your name as well. Yeah. So uh, there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can give us a suggestion and we'll do an episode yes. that you want us to do and we'll talk about you all the time. Or you can join our Patreon because we're going to be opening that in sometime se- this month. In, se- in August. August. I thought in it was August September. Or early September. I don't know why my brain thought September. We're looking at the astrological chart still. We're getting together with Kanawan and figuring that yeah. out. Yeah. When the best time to launch that puppy is. But it'll probably be around, uh, actually, it'll probably be around the 1st of September because financially, it'll be best for all of you if you join around the 1st. And go. yeah, and we finally have enough listeners and, and let us know okay what about doing this. Let us know what you think about that whole patreon thing. yeah yeah we're gonna have some fun stuff it's though. gonna be good yeah i mean if you like <laughs> if you like our if content you like hanging out with us um and listening to us talk it's uh, gonna be like um pretty great yeah we're gonna do all this research that we do there's like tip of the iceberg that we oh, share on the podcast and we're gonna be sharing so much more and on that note we are doing a crossover episode. I'm going to talk to you about it right now with Night Classy. And they have a Patreon where a Patreon only content where they record and we're going to be drinking with them because that's what their episode, that's what their podcast is about, about drinking and exploring stuff. And we're going to talk witchy stuff with them while we drink. And they're two teachers that talk about on their podcast about what they can't talk about in the classroom. They are funny. They are hysterical. Go check out their podcast. Yes. They are so much younger than me. When Dennis- said we're gonna do a crossover i totally forgot we were doing that for a moment and i was like news to me what the heck how exciting (laughs) yeah and in september we're also gonna have an interview with the tarot lady aka Teresa reed we've also got a really cool author lined up do we get to say who yet are you gonna say who we haven't nailed down the schedule never mind so we're gonna wait we're gonna wait on her it'll be a surprise yeah yeah very excited yay all right (sighs) okay that was a big data dump there. That right was a big data end. dump. But uh, we love you. Yeah. And until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray on TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. 
For more information, reach out to realrent.org.